Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily comedian meditation, where today we're talking about the order of our priorities. The order of our priorities. Such a simple concept, we often talk about it, but I believe it's something that gets tested maybe on a daily basis, definitely on a regular basis. And we're in a time of year right now where there's often a lot of shifts and transitions happening as we move into the winter time. And those shifts and those transitions are important times to make sure you keep your priorities in the right order. And when I think of priorities in the right order, the, the order, are the list of the order that I always think of, for me personally, is God first. And then my relationship with God, that's got to flow through me from the inside of me. It's got to flow through my mind and emotions and into my physical body. So I think of health as a top priority because it's hard to give to others if you don't feel well. When you're not feeling your best, we tend to turn inward and it's hard to really serve the people around you. So I think of God, then I got to take care of my health. I got to stay filled up myself. Got to prioritize that time with God. I got to prioritize taking care of my physical body so that I can serve other people. And then if you're married, I believe it goes to your spouse next. And then your children, if you have children. And then you can get into extended family or relationships, or you can get into work or ministry. But sometimes our priorities get out of order. For example, I was just in a crazy season of just a lot to do work lately. And it seemed like I was being tested constantly of what am I going to prioritize? I got so much to do, so much to do in a day, just work-wise. And unfortunately, that was getting tested. Or I was prioritizing it even over my health at times. I was doing shorter workouts and skipping out on some things. It was impeding on my just Bible reading and some times of just quiet time with God. It was impeding on family time. And it's this amazing thing. When we start to get our priorities in order, I don't know how God does it, but he has a way of just expanding time. Because this is an amazing thing about order that we talk about in our order blueprint inside of the Abundant Life Blueprint. Is that when things are in their proper position, things are in their proper order, that it saves time, it saves space, it makes you so much more efficient and God's grace begins to flow on a new level. But we've got to make sure we keep those priorities in the right order. Now, the other part about priorities that we talk about in our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, and the Order Blueprint, is that we've got to put a boundary around our priorities. This is like playing defense. Keeping order is about playing defense. We've got to put a boundary. We've got to put some defenses around our priorities. We've got to come to a firm decision in our heart. And so we're going to be asking God to help us today. Help us to order our priorities the way he says is best, the way he says is right, the way he intended it to be. And this is a big deal because if our priorities are out of order, it's hard to create order in all the other areas of our life. So let's get started with prayer. And then we'll go through our filters for today and we'll get into our time of communion. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. 
I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us. And the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us. And the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. If I'll ask you to bless us. And to make your face shine upon us, let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters for today. These filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night as a way to help me stay in rhythm with God and as a way to filter my decision-making, as a way to keep things top of mind so that I remember and don't forget. And I like to start with the big picture vision. What do I feel like God is leading me in my life? For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, it started about 10 years ago. When Proverbs 13, 22, it changed the course of my whole life. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse got me thinking about what's the most valuable things that we can pass on to future generations. And it inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. And so I began to seek after God. And he was so faithful. He began to show up. He began to teach me and to train me. And he taught me this whole new way to live. A completely different way to operate my life. A different realm of living. When we learn how to rest and trust in him, we learn how to walk in the light. We learn how to do things his way. And when we walk in the light, we have fellowship with God and fellowship with one another. We're walking in faith, we're walking in love, we're walking in forgiveness and humility and gratitude in all circumstances. But to walk in the light, it takes a decision every day. Just like our priorities are going to be tested, it takes a decision to stick with our priorities. It takes a decision to walk in the light every day. Because things will try to push us out. Now, the good news is you can get right back in the light. You get off track, you can get right back in the light in about two seconds. We just humble ourselves. We receive that forgiveness from God. We get back into gratitude. Gratitude is the shortcut. 
What's kicking us out of gratitude? Now, I struggled with this for a while, learning how to walk this out, and I'm still learning how to walk it out at new levels. But I just began to document what I was learning and the things that I was going through. And it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints that we have now called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And we have these amazing partners. And the vision is to build Abundant Life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints with thriving communities of people working together in unity, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then this year in 2022, our filter has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he's going to give them the best and most beautiful land in the entire world. And that was going to be their inheritance. And I was just reading in Daniel the other day. They kept referring to the promised land as the beautiful land. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. This promised land with all the promises that we have in Christ. And this year, God's been teaching us how to possess those promises and how to walk in them, how to get established in them by filling up the basket of praise. Imagine the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, you've got a basket full of the issues and the problems that you face. And we could fill that basket up with venting and complaining and pouting, stress, frustration, just carrying the weight of those problems, toiling away in our mind, trying to figure them out. Or we could cast those cares over into that basket and we can turn around. We can start filling up the basket of praise. Praising God for who he is, that he's our healer, he's our provider, he's more than enough. He's the God of all peace, the God of all grace, the God of all comfort, the God of all hope. He's our righteousness and our sanctification. He's the one who makes us holy. He's the Lord Almighty. Nothing's impossible for him. And we could start praising him for all the promises that we have in Christ. Because for whatever problem we threw into that other basket, he's got a promise for us. If we'll start seeking him, what's the promise you have for that problem I'm facing? We'll believe we receive it from him. We'll learn how to rest and trust in him. We'll start filling up the basket of praise for that promise. And then we can praise him for all that he's already done in our life. All that he's already done for us in Christ. All the ways we've seen him come through in our own lives personally. Because if he's done it before, he'll do it again. As we start filling up this basket of praise, it helps us to keep walking in these promises. And then this month in November of 2022, our filter has been recording your journey. In the Old Testament, God had Moses record the journey from Egypt to the promised land with the stages and phases along the way and the steps of faith along the way. And in a similar way for us, I believe it's very important that we record our journey. And we've been believing God this month for a, something like a journal, workbook, planner, That'll give us nudges back in the right direction. It'll help us to record our journey. One day we'll be able to look back on it as a source of encouragement to see all that God did in our lives. And hopefully one day we'll be able to pass that on to future generations. And then this week, as we go around the yearly cycle, think of the yearly cycle. As we go around the circle of a year, think of it like a 360-degree view of God and who he is and all that he's done for us in Christ. Different times of the year. As we go around that circle, we get different glimpses, different angles 
of who he is. It teaches us different things about him. And right now in this time of November, I've, I've found in my own walk with God, this is a time of major transitions. God often begins to initiate transitions in our life to the next level. Things are shifting. Things are moving around. He's repositioning things. And remember, order is about positioning. But he does give us free will along the path. He's not going to force us to do things his way. He gives us free choice or free will. All along the road, all along God's path, there will be exits, opportunities to get off and start doing things our own way. I think part of staying on his path is making sure we keep our priorities in order. Because if we start to slip a little bit in our priorities, it starts to veer us off that path a little bit. But the good news is we repent, we course correct, we humble ourselves, we make an adjustment, we get right back in position again. And so, Heavenly Father, we are asking for your help today. Teach us about the importance of priorities, how priorities put a boundary around things so that we can create better order in our lives. Help us to get our priorities in the order or sequence that you say is best, that you say is right, that you say is best. And help us to walk in that consistently, to play defense in this area, to defend those priorities. And we thank you that the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Why do we take communion every day? Jesus says, as often as we do this, to remember him. The Apostle Paul says, every time we take communion, we're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation of all the benefits that are found in this new covenant. And as we take communion today, we're believing we receive God's help and teaching us how to get our priorities in the right order and to walk in this consistently. And this is the turning point. We're going to start walking in this consistently from this point on in our lives. We're going to activate this in our lives. We had all missed it. We'd all gone astray. And God laid upon Jesus the punishment that we deserved. And by his stripes, he'd been healed. He was crushed. He was destroyed. He was smitten by God. So that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight. All through his one sacrifice. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. And he raised us up together with him. Made us sit together with him. And communion is supposed to be a celebration of our union with God. Of being joined back together with him again. So Father, I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness. And transfers us into the light. Into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. 
His blood washes us and cleanses us and gives us a fresh start in life. We get to walk out this day today in a covenant relationship with God. So, Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Give your juice, you can take your juice. All right. One of the ways these priorities get tested is in our health and fitness. Often we get busy with work or we got other things going on. And health and fitness just kind of gets pushed to the side because we're prioritizing other things. So I want you to test something out for me. Even when it seems like you don't have enough time, prioritize your health and fitness. Test it out. See if God makes a way where he gives you more than enough time. He'll make a way for you. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.